Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I am Jello Coon, along with Zach. This is episode 213. And this week we're reviewing the 1993 anime. I don't think Zach was even born then. Uh, that was the year I was born, thanks. Well, well close enough. Yeah. Not born, born, whatever. I'm so old. Young whippersnapper. <laughs> Battle Alita, or Battle Angel Alita. If I say the same the thing right, so Sounds pretty close. yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a very good, very interesting watch. You'll hear all about it a little bit later. But first, we're gonna talk. What have you been watching, Zach? Well, upon arriving back home, my brother finished the first season of JoJo perfectly in time for me to return. So we watched all like 24 episodes of the second season and started the third season so you have to review the second season today right and it was amazing uh, i don't need to talk about it a lot since i'll be reviewing it later more punching more punching more manliness incredible english actually this time yes. old uh, jojo because now there's two like descendants on the same journey because oh, shit. from the second half that jojo um, is now old and is with Jotaro, the next one. So it's pretty great. And he has a whole bunch of good English lines that I'll have to bring and play a clip of. I also have been watching the only airing show. I tried to watch Aria, uh, Scarlet Ammo, but the one I tried to watch was in Spanish. And I know more Spanish than Japanese, but not enough to actually watch a show. Wait, 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 wait. Aria, the Scarlet Ammo? Mm-hmm. That's airing this season, right? Yeah, it's like those... Wait, second. which one am I thinking of? There's another one called Aria something. The animation? You're thinking of the gondolas? No, 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 no. Oh, the family... Uh, Funimation. Funimation does have this one. Oh. It don't know Aria. Aria the Scarlet Ammo. No, there's another one. They start with, like, segways oh, and bongos. Yeah, that is that is the one. It's not airing this season. You're thinking of the first season. Oh, this is the second season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, the first be... season came out, like, in 2011. And yeah. it does start with the, like, hijacked segway with gun. It's like, what the hell? Okay, so this is the second season of that. I didn't even love the first one. I think I gave it like a five, but 
out of all the ones airing, that was one that sort of appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And then One Punch Man, because there's so much hype about it, and I have to say it's pretty great. It's about the superhero that became so impressive and so overpowered that he can one-shot any enemy, and he gets really bored with saving people because he wants to find someone that can take more than one punch. <laughs> it's pretty great. That actually sounds pretty awesome because... It's uh, really funny. It has a bunch of like, different cliches. Like, what, what's the number one complaint in anime? That the main character is overpowered. Exactly. Yep. No, it's it's hilarious and actually has good fight scenes despite him one punching people. In one, one part, he fights this like evil mosquito lady. The villains in it are hilarious. One guy's like a giant uh, lobster. He's like half man, half lobster. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. But anyway, this mosquito lady, he hits and she flies into the building and leaves like a giant blood splash, like a <laughs> swatted mosquito. Yeah. It was great. But pretty hilarious. In the second one, he just ran into a cyborg who wants... He has, like, the super cliche backstory of his whole village being killed, and he's, like, a kid that got transformed into a cyborg, sort of like Mega Man. (laughs) And he wants to study under the One Punch Man, because he saw him defeat the Mosquito Girl, and he wants to be that powerful. So it's pretty pretty hilarious. And then the opening scene, it shows him becoming... um, one Punch Man or whatever, and he's real bald, but he used to have hair, but he trained so hard it all fell out, and his backstory is super boring. Like, he tells, the villain confronts him, and he's like, well, I just lost my job one day, and I decided I should just, just be a superhero like I wanted to be as a kid. So I just spent three years training, and now I'm the most powerful superhero. And the villain's like, what kind of backstory is that? And he's like, it doesn't matter what it is. It just, like, one-shots and, like, punches him. That's uh, awesome. It's yeah, it's a great parody of like superheroes slash overpowered character shows. So only two episodes have come out, and I just watched the second one today. Are they like five minute episodes? No, this is full show. Oh dang! It's uh, Madhouse and Viz Media. No, the last thing prior to that was completing Gangsta, which I plan on doing here shortly, because Funimation is doing a broadcast dub of it, and I really feel a show like this. Is so much more well done in uh, English. Hmm. Yeah, there are a lot. I don't know. I liked it subbed, but it could be also good in English. It has like a lot of characters and it's part action, so you're mm-hmm. right. Like, if all the previous successful dubs of action shows like Full Metal and Cowboy Bebop are indi- any indicator, <laughs> then. Yep. And then I finished Monster Girls. That's a show I could review. Ooh. I need to get John on there to review it, but he hasn't watched it yet. What? You know, he's not staying true to the things we label him with. Like and... hentai hero? Exactly, I mean... Although he did just start Asterix War. And that show he's not living like the dream here. He's not fulfilling his side of the contract. Mm-hmm. He's fired. Yep. Sorry, John. We have no more use for you. You're a busted leg in our the Caterpillar... Known as the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Oh, wow. That's a deep metaphor. Well, that's all I watched. I mean, I finished last season, like, Gate. And then I was upset that Gate was taking a break in between seasons. They're doing, like, a second half of the season. or Gotcha. But for some reason, there's a gap. So that's upsetting. Uh, we obviously talked about Charlotte. Yep. And reviewed it yep. last episode. Yeah, we did. And then I'm nearly done with the School Life one. With the zombies slash cute girls. Yep. So, yeah, that's it. Just watched a lot of JoJo. 
26 episodes is like a pretty good amount for me to watch in a week, so <laughs> it took all my time. Yeah. Well, now that you're a jobless vagrant. Right, yeah. Technically, I could watch that much a day, right? There you go. But applying to jobs takes a lot of time. All these Bullshit. All these websites you have to register for. And I stuff. know, it's so terrible. Like, I was talking with my friend, and it seems like any job would be more fun than applying for jobs. Like, <laughs> I'd rather go to work than just have to, like, apply to jobs and call people and stuff. I but hear you. That's it's life ridiculous. Whatever. Now that you have to, like, register and, like... Mm-hmm. Let me just sign up for your goddamn application. So if you want to apply it, well, why don't you go through the three portals to sign up for our website before you do it? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I know what you mean. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's Which, done their time. Everyone's done their time. Hey, man, when I was unemployed, so much anime got watched, though. Go back and listen to about around episode 98 through eh, probably 110. One, 108. I watch so much anime. <laughs> I like how um, it's, the podcast has ended up chronicling your life. Pretty much has. We've been doing it since 2008. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost 2016. February of 2016 will be eight years. We've podcast. At least I've podcasted. Yeah, the 10 year anniversary won't be so far off. Yeah, hopefully you're still here. I hopefully, wanna, I don't want to find another podcast host. To be honest. Sounds like a tedious experience. It was. And you will just leave it at that because I don't want to say any more <laughs> to offend anybody or hurt anybody's feelings because that's mean. But, yeah. Anywho, um, moving on because I don't want to. That's kind of a touchy topic. <laughs> um, uh, what was I say? Oh, uh, I watched first episode of Gangsta, which was broadcast dub from Funimation. Like nine or so out, so I was like, "Sweet, I'm gonna probably start watching that now." Cause, like I said, it seems like a ton better now that it's dubbed. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and there's still more to come. I'm assuming because it ends very cliffhanger like. Oh man! Mm. Then uh, I watched Battle Angel, Battle Angel Alita, and that's really about it. I didn't watch a lot this last two weeks. This last two weeks, honestly, it just feels like yesterday we recorded the review of Charlotte. Yeah, it does seem rather I, I, soon. I don't know where the time has been going. Also because there's no like new season to landmark our podcast, because there's really nothing notable to talk about from the new season. I, I, I looked. One Punch Man turned it out turned out pretty well, so maybe there's something else I missed, but like just looking through there's nothing that caught my eye like last season. Yeah, and that's the thing where it's just like I don't see anything that I was like, Oh my god, I gotta go watch this. I, nothing mm-hmm. looks interesting. Nope. Nothing. I don't even know what half the stuff is about. Half of them look like fantasy fan service action shows. <sighs> but yeah. You have the Valkyrie Drive, the Asterix War, and like one other one that all look like the same show. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like This is the first time in a long time. I mean, I've often said, oh yeah, nothing looks good. And then I end up watching like four shows. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time where I went through and didn't even say like, oh, that sounds interesting or... Hmm, that could be something. This was just like boring, 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 boring. Not interested, don't care. This is like, I think, truly the first season in probably seven years that I'm not going to watch anything new. Now watch, I end up watching something new, but... We'll watch One Punch Man. I'm not... 
don't know. No, I felt the same way. That's the only reason I put Arya on my list. Like, I didn't even like the original one, but that's, like, the only one that got my attention from looking at the different ones airing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I do have to play a drop here. So here comes the drop. Because we've got some anime news. Some oh, sad wow. anime news. So sad. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Ah, so it finally happened. Um, Studio Manglobe went bankrupt. But what did, what did they do? Uh, they did Hayate, the combat butler. They did Samurai Champloo. Hmm. Um, they did Samurai Falinko. They did Gangsta. They just did Gangsta and then went bankrupt? Yep. Uh, the world only God knows. Oh, wow. Yeah, quite a bit. Although they deserve it, from what I heard, for the combat butler. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they went bankrupt. Um, so, essentially, uh, they've been insolvent for some time. And they've been investigating ways to settle his debts, um, but they were unable to do so. So, they've even got current projects that they've been proceeding up until the company, like, filed for bankruptcy. So, there was stuff in the can, uh, obviously not complete, uh, that they were working on. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, they just released Gangsta, and they probably had something else going. Yeah. They actually have a movie that they actually completed um, that's going to be coming out not too long. But, uh, yeah, it sucks. To see a uh, to see a uh, studio go under, but mm-hmm. now I wonder though, because oftentimes what happens in this stuff is they'll go under, but then they'll be like, "Oh, we're studio uh, Mars. We're different, right? Under we're new mandates. Yeah, pretty much. Well, not even that. That's like that's like uh, you know just. What like like ADV did? Oh, ADV went bankrupt and can't do anything. Hey, we're now anim- we're now Sentai Filmworks and Switchblade and Slingblade and Made in Japan and we're seven different companies now. But we're essentially ADV. But we don't have to pay our debts or anything because that was that company. Sounds convenient. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So, sucks to hear that because, you know, there's a lot of shows that we reviewed and enjoyed. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, Studio Manglobe isn't, you know, the ones writing the stories and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, that's that. I'm sad. I'm neutral. <laughs> okay. Although I heard they're making a new Excel world, not it's, it's I unrelated did hear that news. Too. Yeah, the unrelated news. Yeah, it was called uh, Excel World, like Ultimate Burst or something like that. Hmm. So yeah, I heard that too, and I was like, "Ooh, I could go for more Excel World." Hmm. Good a great show. show. And then this media will dump it again, and it'll be good. Yep. But only people who like each other. 
Jack in. <laughs> it's, uh, it's true. Yep. There you go. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Anything else? No, that was a we had a news segment for once. We did. Well, I figured it was worth noting. I mean, I don't have much to add. I really don't. I honestly think they'll just come back as a different company and call it a day. Mm-hmm. It does suck though that people lost jobs. Stuff was being, you know, it would suck. You spent all that time working on a project. Just come to find out, oh, we're broke. Sorry. I mean, I care to you. I would think if you worked for the company, you knew things weren't going well. Maybe not to the extent. Uh, things you still had work coming in and things of that nature. But, man, I wonder what... I would love to hear or get an inside glimpse of, like, what was the downfall. You know what I mean? Like... How do you go? I mean, obviously they were getting work. They had just, you know, Gangsta just aired. I wonder what kind of revenue or something they get, you know, from that, if any. I mean, I, I don't know how the how the deviations of funds occur, you know, because obviously the the TV right, you know, the TV channel takes their cut, you know, the the committee takes their cut, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Manglobe Studio Manglobe had already been paid. You know their amount uh, for doing the show with their involvement of it, and then that's that. You know they don't get any revenue while it's on TV. Yeah, I gotta finish watching Shiro Baku so I know how anime is made. Yeah. No, I mean I'd just be curious to see how like how do you go bankrupt like that? Like I can understand if they had no work, and obviously there's probably more to it than that. I mean. Yeah, things you know, things are not cheap. You know, I was gonna say you can have work and still have like a lot of debt. To complete yeah, that, yeah, but, but I also wonder, like, what kind of debt are you taking in? I mean, like, what are you buying a new fleet of computers every couple months, or, or, you know, did, so uh, much paper? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? That, I'm serious. So, like, what? You're a little like you're a studio. Like, what? What? What are you spending? Like, where, where's your out? Other than paying for your employees, your building, and, you know, the stuff you buy on a daily basis or a monthly basis to keep the core business running. What about all the people you hire on to, like, do the directing? And I guess maybe you just have they, those people. I would assume those are full-time employees. What about voice actors? I, like, I, I imagine, don't think like, they a have any... That... I honestly, I don't think they have anything to do with the voice acting. Mm-hmm. Because they're just the animation studio. Yeah. I don't see why the voice yeah, I guess actors... they don't even have a lot of contract work, so what debt would they have? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's where I wonder, like, for doing the core, you know, you're not... The animation, I mean, granted, I don't know anything about... Maybe they had a thousand employees. I don't know. I highly doubt that. I'm guessing there's probably 50 or 60 people there at best. In one building. Maybe. I, I don't know. That's the thing, too. You know, um... Uh, maybe I, I don't know. You know, I would assume they're not very big. Like in terms of just number of employees. Um, I'm trying to see here. I get more information. Um, buh, 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 buh. yeah, God, I can't even find anything. Yeah, nothing. Well, that sucks. I would love to know, like, I'd like to know the more inner work, not necessarily the inner workings, but just things like that. Like, how big is this animation studio? Like, 
What happened? Well, now it's zero people. Well, That's all you have to worry about. They do have a movie that's been delayed, but it is completed called Genocidal Organ, about a killer organ <laughs> who commits genocide. Okay. Uh, it is a day. Bah, 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 bah. Um, all right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it sucks to hear. I'd like to know more about what happened. I just find this stuff kind of interesting because, I mean, like, I would think your core business... Your 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 spend isn't that much, unless you're blowing through like consultants or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, like you said, there's no point in speculating because I don't know how the business was ran or or whatnot, how many employees they have. But I do think it's sudden. I feel like, like you said, normally uh, you see like a decline. That sucks. So the employees were on Twitter and basically said, "Yeah, nobody told us ahead of time to, you know, like, hey, we're shutting down." Well, yeah, it is very sudden because normally you'd see a decline, but like Gangsta was recent and fairly well done. There wasn't any flaws in animation I saw. Normally you see like them cutting corners, you know, before they yeah. go bankrupt. Yeah. But it seems like they didn't, so it's, it is weird. Yeah, the director of Hayate, um, Hideo Kinamori, basically said on Twitter, Urgent, please hire me. (laughs) Urgent, please give me work. I am no longer employed. Wow. So yeah, the director is, you know, there full time. Sounds like. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. That sucks, man. That really does. Mm-hmm. People are out of work. I would hope. That I know how that feels. There you go. Yeah, you should go join them. You should go fly over to Japan right now. So if it's an it animation studio. I know. Hey, they need an account. Clearly, they need someone to do their accounting. Someone to manage money. They suddenly went went bankrupt without knowing. So I think you'd fit in perfectly. All right, I'm sending in my application, yeah, my resume for Man Globe Two. I'm like, I'm gonna complete Shirabako and then like send in my. Uh, resume with that and be like I know how to make anime I saw it in an anime exactly my references <laughs> are uh, well first off you should finish Shirabako mm-hmm. and then you should watch Animation Runner Kurumi and then um, uh, finally you need to finish with um, Genshiken mm-hmm. and Except then I'll watch not I'll the third think- season it's, don't watch the third season and then Just I'll finish uh, Bakuman because in case I have no, to that's fall back. manga. That's manga. Yeah, but in case I need that to That is a completely back. different uh, work of you know. That's a different thing. You're you got to stay focused. They oh, might right. think they I might, can't be bad at both. I got to be good at one. Exactly. They might think you're like trying to you know not focused by you know trying to make yourself well rounded. <laughs> Who would want to be well rounded? Exactly. Exactly. I know. So hopefully they bounce on their feet and the people who are unemployed get through, get new jobs and move on. Um, anyway, um, DVD pick. DVD? It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah, weekly. Not weekly. All right. So for this week, we've got all kinds of stuff coming out. 
Sunside Filmworks is blowing their load. Um, we got Funimation, we got Ghost in the Shell Arise, Borders 3 and 4. You know, I tried watching that, it just, it was weird. Mm-hmm, that was my impression when I tried. I couldn't get into it. Too weird. Yeah. And then we've got Beyond the Border, the complete collection, on DVD, on uh, Beyond the Boundary. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? Beyond the Border. Because <laughs> you're, you're reading oh. the other one above it. <laughs> Uh, yes, Beyond the Boundary on DVD on Blu-ray. This show was good. The combo. Okay. I enjoyed. I gave it a seven, there you go. which is in fact good Wait, on my end list. You should watch so it. when I say that show is good, it was. There you go. Then we got Samurai Jam. Is it like Samurai Jack? But nope, it's Samurai Jam. Damn it! Did they play Baku, music. Taku, Matsu, rock. Oh my yeah, they must play rock music. They're uh, rapping samurai, who also rock. Then next week we've got Dragon Ball ZF. ZF. Yep, Dragon Ball ZF. Uh, it's called Resurrection. Resurrection F. Because Freeze is coming back, motherfucker. Yeah. We've got Hayate, the Combat Butler, season two. And no matter how much you buy it, Studio Mangalow will not get a penny because they're bankrupt now. <laughs> it's kind of sad. And then we got Space Brothers Collection 5. Oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. There's that. Uh, seems disappointing. It does. I, mean, I, I like say, Beyond the Boundary, but... Eh. Go get Hayate, because Hayate is awesome. Is Season 2 still awesome? Is that before it declines? Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Alright, um, other than what a, that... What a quick DVD segment. It is, man. This whole episode is going by like a million miles. That's because there's nothing to watch this season. Uh, we had news for once, barely, and there's no DVDs coming out. Yep, there you go. This seems to be the dry... There's a drought. There's a drought in the anime. The drought. The drought. Oh, man, yep. All 27 minutes so far. Yes. Alright. Well, I might as well just get right into my damn uh, review then. Go for it, which is also a review of a short show. It is. So, I've always heard a lot of Battle Angel Alita. Mainly because for some reason, uh, James Cameron has been like infatuated with getting it made into a live action movie for like the last five years. Hmm. And that's partially why I went and watched this. Because... I thought this anime was something special. I thought, hey, if James Cameron, James Cameron wants to make this movie so dang badly year after year, there's got to be a reason. It's James fucking Cameron. <laughs> you know? Well, I think I know why everyone liked the show. But it's watching it in 2015 makes no fucking sense. So this show, if you can even call it that, I would say it's an OVA, two episodes long, 26 minutes each, and apparently this was released to try to get you to watch, uh, not to watch, I'm sorry, to try to get you to read the manga. 
So they hmm. basically took the first two chapters or three or whatever chapters and made this little OVA. Well, it's 1990. Put yourself, it's 1993. You probably haven't been born yet. Or just Depending on when it was made. Exactly. Yeah. So put yourself in 1993. Anime is little known in the U.S., and if people know about it, it is hard as hell to get. And you're either paying a lot of money for a tape trade or getting a very poor quality because it's been, you know, recorded over, a, you know, the master has been, you know, recorded over a billion times. But mm-hmm. you don't do anything to get your hands on this show called Battle of Battle Angel Alita. And it sounds like an interesting name. This name sounds cool. I it think does. she's an angel and she battles. But yes, no. so the I think that's why people really look fondly on the show. This show was considered popular, but in my opinion, it really isn't. And I think just it has a cult classic kind of feel because you know a lot of people will watch this show possibly very early in their fandom or worked really hard to go and watch this. So it's one of those things like, you know, I just didn't fire up Crunchyroll and click the play button and consumed it like a normal anime. No, I had to work hard for it and I had connections or I knew a friend or I went to an anime club and they showed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you better enjoy it, damn it, because yeah. you spent so long getting it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, the show in America is called Battle Angel Alita, but in Japan, it's called Gunnam, not Gundam, Gunnam. It's really weird. G-U-N-M-M-U. Gamu? Gunmu? I don't know. (laughs) Gunmu. When cows attack. With guns. With guns. Uh, It's literally called Gundream, is how you uh, translate it. It's made by Hiroshi Fukutomi, and uh, like I said, it's well. I guess I could call it a film, a movie. I guess I, I don't really know what to call this. I mean, it's just two random episodes, nothing more. Um, so there's a floating island named Zalem, and it's thought to be a heavenly paradise. Um. And everyone always says, like, oh, it's, you know, all the rich people, or the people are rich, they're happy, and they live up there, and they're floating island, and everything's great. The land of milk and honey. Well, our main characters live in uh, what's called the, uh, basically, it's just a scrapyard. Um, there's murder, there's assassins, there's drugs. There's killers, there's everything. It's it's the bottom rung of society, essentially. Basically just scrapyard city. Hmm. Um, it's where all the junk goes from Zalem, essentially. Or Zalem, excuse me. So, the story starts off with some guy digging through a garbage pile. And he comes upon the torso and the head of a cyber, uh, of like a robot girl. So, his name is Dr. Edo. And, or Edo, excuse me. 
and uh, he's like known. He was once the most prominent, like cybernetics, you know, doctor in Salem or whatever. So, you know, but for whatever reason, he's back in the scrapyard. So he's all happy. He finds her, and he rebuilds her, and she comes to life. And in the version I watched, and it's as in Japan, her name was Gally, but uh, there was that's where the Alita name came from. They named her Alita, I guess originally. But then they came out with a newer one that called her Gally. I, I don't know. The version I watched, yeah, exactly. Because I was like, why is it called Alita? And then it was like after I read about it some more and learned more. Like, Battle uh, Angel or Galley. It doesn't sound very good, does it? No. So, essentially, this she's like built like a little 12 or 13 year old girl. That's what she looks like. And she's she's kind of cute. You know, um, maybe she's supposed to be older. I don't fucking know. She's a fucking robot. But she's <laughs> supposed to look innocent. You know, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she meets a boy named Hugo who kind of does odd jobs around the city. Uh, in this case, he's fixing a windmill for the doctor in his shop. And they get to know each other. Um, but uh, he, leaves a, he leaves a secret life. Um, so there are things there called uh, Hunter... They literally call Hunter Warriors. Wow, Hunter Warriors. Sounds deadly. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, the doctor apparently is one, but one night he is, he is faced off with someone who, uh, is too powerful for him, and Gally basically makes short work of these, these two thug robots, Hmm. and, like, one explodes, she, she, like, rips the arm off of one, and, like, the other one she, like, blows up in half, and... It's crazy. So, she does karate and all this other crap. She's a karate robot. Exactly, she's a karate robot. And wow. uh, she's like, oh, this is great. Because she lost all her memories. So the thing, running thing is, she lost her memories. You know, she doesn't remember anything from before she was shut down. But they hint at, like, oh, maybe there's more because... She's doing all this, you know, these moves. It's strange that she knows karate. Yeah, Maybe pretty she's much. not just a and she's, innocent it's robot. Like a, yeah, it's like almost like bloodlust that she gets. Oh, wow. And she's like, I want to become a hunter warrior too. And the doctor's like, fuck you, Gally. I didn't build you for that. And she's <laughs> like, fuck you, doctor. I'm not a doll. I'm going to go do what I want. Fuck you, dad. And Does then she, she do what she away. wants? She does. She uh she does what she wants, so she becomes a hunter warrior. And the best part is, is like they're like, how you know how do we tell all these robots apart? They put a scan a, a barcode on their brain. That makes sense. So you can scan them in. Yep. So that's the thing. So the rope the the there's so there's a few things going on here. There's evil robots who have bounties on their head. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a thriving black market for cybernetic parts for like spines and things like that. So there's a thief who is, you know, attacking, I don't know, good robots, I guess. 
and mm. stealing their organs. Why would they do that? Because that's the thing that happens. So early on in the show, uh, the doctor's like, hey, Gally, be careful. There's evil men and stuff who will... Uh, and they want their sp- they want your spine. They want your spine. They said the only thing they can't make, uh, they can't steal, is like your brain. So when you go to turn someone in, you bring them the head. Mm. And they scan it in and you get your bounty. So did someone try to steal her head? Well, I guess. <laughs> so, and this is where the show gets kind of blah. So you go and, uh, you go and Gally start hanging out. And the funny thing is, is like, okay, you go leads us double life. You'll never guess who is the thief of all the, all the parts that they're being warned about. The doctor. No, no. I guess I'll never guess. Yeah, you'll never know. But, uh, uh Gally starts falling in love with Hugo. So, we guess robots have feelings now. Mm. So, you like the car, the Hugo? Yes. He, he falls apart easily. <laughs> He's cheap. Um. So, there's some stupid other bullshit. Like, Hugo is like, oh my god, my brother, he wanted to go to Zally, uh, Zally, uh, what the fuck's this place called again? Uh, Zalem, he wanted to go to Zalem, that was his one dream, and now that he's dead because he built a balloon, because balloons <laughs> are, he built a, a, a balloon ship to fly him to Zalem, when those are banned, so he was murdered. How could he? Because he built a balloon. So his new dream is to get to Zalem. And that's all he wants. So he's got no family. And he does whatever he needs to do to get money for his one day dream to get to Zalem. And that's pretty much everyone's dream. Because everyone we meet is like bad and they all do things for money. And to get back to Zalem. So there's one other person, there's some other doctor, some chick who was the partner of Dr. Edo, or Edo, and she's like, we need to team up again and become the, you were the best cybernetic doctor, and we need to go back to Salem and kick ass and chew bubblegum. <laughs> and he's like, no, fuck you. We're done. So she's like, fuck you then. I'll build a better robot. And Wait, now the robot's going to build the robot? Well, she's not a robot. She's a human. Oh, okay. So the doctor, the e- the other doctor who used to be the partner of Dr. Ito, rebuilds the robot that Gally broke but didn't kill into, like, this crazy-ass robot who's, like, super buff and can, like, you know, like, the things like Scorpion throws in Mortal Kombat? He has, like, blades of steel, and he murders her puppy. Oh, a no. dog that he, she randomly meets starts following him everywhere. And to prove he needs business, he slices up a dog. And she gets mad and puts the dog's blood on her face and whoops his ass. Oh, wow. These fight scenes were pretty cool. And they were very 1993. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is back when there was ultra-violence and, you know, things like that. But I found it kind of funny what they chose to censor and not censor. And I, I don't think censor's the right word, but I found it interesting what they chose not to show. In terms of, like, people being impaled. 
or how they died. So, um, Galley and this big ass robot, I forgot the guy's, the robot's name, but they fight, 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 and then the girl, who used to be the partner of Dr. Ito's all sad, cause she's like, oh, I got beat again! Fuck! Well, it's not done for me. And then it turns out, like, she's more evil, and I don't know. Anyway, so the whole point turns into, like, this stupid-ass, like, love story where Galley pretty much becomes, like, this unstoppable warrior hunter and, like, literally, like, captures 14, like, kills 14 robots or people or whatever in seven days and is, like, making bank. Meanwhile, she's still hanging out with Yugo, and he finally tells her his dream, and then she finds out the truth. The real truth of Yugo. Oh no, that he's the stealer? He is the thief! (laughs) Of all the parts. And he is wanted for good money. But she loves him. So she agrees to go on the run. And she has money to stash away, obviously, from all her jobs. And it turns into a love story. And I don't want to go any more further into it. But things happen. And then the show ends. With really no conclusion. Wow. They just run away. There's somewhat of a conclusion. But, I mean, it's two episodes. And... The show is super inconsistent. Um, again, two episodes. You don't have much time to do much. But they introduce these characters, and then like they can put in like a life-or-death situation, and you're like, we as the viewer are supposed to care. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. You just told me about this person four minutes ago. I don't give a fuck if that person dies. Mm-hmm. But I found it... That's, inc- a, that's a downside of a uh, short show. It has no character development. Yeah. Uh, there was little to none. And... I, I, I find it interesting, like I said, what they decided not to show. So, they show this dog being, like, literally cut apart. Intestines flying everywhere. Shit tons of blood. You know, um, stuff like that. But there's a scene where, uh, later in the show, in the second episode, where we find out the, the partner of Dr. Ito, the woman, she was evil and pretty much, uh, you know, forced to go in and try to uh, harvest things as well and pretty much being blackmailed or something, shit like that, with the promise of going up to the floating city. Mm. Well, that guy gets killed because he gets impaled by the robot who's destroyed. But they, like, pan away from that happening. Like,. It's implied and you know what's happening, but they don't show it, but then they pan back and they show him with the, with the, you know, the thing through him and he's dying. Like movie censoring has that a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of horror movies are like, you gotta be PG-13, so like it'll show the shadow and then like show the end result. (laughs) Yeah. Not the actual act. And I just found it kind of interesting that they chose to do that because it was like, you're already showing, I wouldn't say ultra-violence, but... This was that time that it just seemed like, hey, let's go fucking buck wild crazy with just crazy anime shit, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And this was one of those shows that also did that. But if it was a robot doing it, oh, no, it's fine. There's no blood. You know, nothing like that. But, no, oh, a dog? Oh, we'll give the shit. But a human? Oh, that's where he crowd. That's where he draw the line. Can't show that. Not that I really want to watch it, but still, I just find it interesting what they chose to keep and not keep. Um, but yeah, I mean, apparently, like I said, this whole thing was done because it was supposed to, like, get people to read the manga. Like, oh my god, you've watched this much, now read chapter four going on, and you'll learn so much more about these people and places and things. And, I mean, it was interesting. It was a good hour. I mean, it was a good... It went by quick. I, I didn't enjoy the... The fact that Galley can have emotions, apparently. Like, they don't explain these robots very well. They're just there, you know? Like, they're just, they're just a plot point, And they're just props. Mm-hmm. So. But, um... I don't know. Like, like we were to care about, you know, Yugo's dream of getting back to the city. Because that's what his brother wanted. I mean, I just... I don't give a shit. We never, we never met his brother. Fuck his brother. Brother's probably a dick. <laughs> All we know is he took care of him. But, um, I don't know. It's just one of these shows where it's just like, I think I found out why everyone likes it. Because I read a lot of the newer reviews, and people are like, yeah, this show isn't that good. But I think this is just one of those shows, like I said, that I think people work really hard to find it in the first place and watch it. Or maybe there was so little anime when it came out. It's like, it's this or nothing. Well, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this. Right, but, like you said earlier. But then I go back to, James Cameron wants to make a full movie. Now, obviously, there's the manga source material there. But seeing as I've never read the manga, I really don't know what to expect. If I was just going off this anime, I'd just be like, well... There's not enough for a movie, it sounds like. There's not enough for a movie, and on top of it, it's just like, well, that's that. Where where does she go from here? I mean, the only reason, like, I even feel like the term Battle Angel. She just gets that nickname out of the blue from 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 one of the characters because she kills so many people, and she's unstoppable. So they call her the Battle Angel. But, like... They don't even harp on the name, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They call her the Battle Angel because she's cute, but she's ruthless. You know, she doesn't even have angel wings? No, she has no angel wings. Darn it. She's very cute, though, and, you know, it looks just to look innocent, you know, like an angel. That's the only thing I can summarize. But she's a stone-cold killer, she is. Mm-hmm. She wipes puppy blood on herself. Hey, it was to motivate her. And to show her anger. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, like I said, it was fun to watch. It was something definitely interesting. The artwork actually really, really, really does stand up well, even mm-hmm. today. Although there are a few people with very, very long chins, <laughs> and a couple people with some crazy ass anime hair, all the Dragon Ball Z. Um, you know, usual for the time. So, yeah, I mean, I found the show to be very watchable. It was not bad visually. 
it might have been the source I was watching it, but I know it's during pan sequences. The screen kind of jittered a little bit, but hmm. it could have just been the low source I was watching. I wasn't exactly watching a DVD rip or anything of it. Right. So, um, I'm thinking that's just the source I was watching. The voice acting wasn't bad. It's nothing great, but it wasn't bad either. Um, and, uh, I gave it a seven. I mean, it was good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't nothing like uh, I'm going to go back and watch. But I would definitely say if there was more, I would definitely go back and continue watching. Because, I mean, it was cyberpunk. It was, you know, oh, cyber, cyborg, you know, kick ass, you know, girl kicking ass. You know, she is non-human. But, you know what I mean? Like, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. The themes and plot were interesting. But anything else, it's just like, okay, I don't give a shit. Like, I could have just taken an hour of her just kicking ass and taking names rather than some convoluted love story. And, you know, her being a rebellious teen. <laughs> I see. But, uh, I don't know, it was kind of interesting. So how about that JoJo's adventure? Well, I was just thinking while you were talking that it might just work better if I finished the second half of Stardust Crusaders. Though I'll have to review 50 episodes all at a time. The first season was like intro to the five characters and them just fighting people one after another. Mm -hmm. Which is incredibly entertaining to watch, but I don't know how good of a review it'll make since like there's not much other than introducing the characters and just saying they fought a whole bunch of battles. Gotcha. Oh, Whereas that's, that's I know where it's I know where it's logically going, and it might just be better to do all at once. Okay, so you're saying the first season that I have on DVD is the intro. Oh, okay. I guess I can clarify then. Um, the first season is the first descendant in England, and then his son, <clears throat> Jonathan Joestar. Right. Jonathan Joestar is the first guy. Joseph Joestar is the guy in America. The next one. And he that that has its own story, right? Which I've already reviewed the first season of. And he goes all through and fights the super beings or whatever. So then Stardust Crusaders starts in the, with a whole nother generation. Joseph Joestar, who defeated the super being, is still alive. Dio comes back from when Jonathan beat him. Wait, and that, Dio becomes evil? Yeah. Aw, oh, man. It's like in the third episode. <laughs> of Crusaders? Of, like, Dio was already evil in the first season. No! Because Dio, well, yeah, he was evil at first, but then he helped Jonathan learn the the thing. Or who am I thinking of? No, that's Speedwagon, I'm sorry. Yeah, Speedwagon's a good guy. Dio's is like adopted brother, who's yeah, clearly yeah, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. evil guy. Yes, okay, I'm an idiot. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking the guy with the saw hat. Right, so they, they figure all of that out, and they like kill the ultimate being. Dio's locked away. But Stardust Crusaders opens up, and uh, these people like fish the coffin. Well, I don't know if you made it that far. Anyway. Did you see Dio get defeated the first time? No, but I figured something on those lines oh. happened. Well, he gets defeated, yeah, it's obvious. But in, like, episode 11, and uh, Jonathan, like, traps him in a coffin. 
Jonathan's body's in there, but only Dio's head is in there at that point. So then they fish him up, and Dio is now latched on, because he's a vampire, to Jonathan's body in 1980. And Joseph Joestar, who's now like 60-something, 70 years old, goes with Jotaro to Egypt to find Dio and defeat him again. And basically... How is Dio even still alive? I understand that he's a vampire, but he's only got his head. I think you had to, like, stab a vampire in the heart. Right. Um, well, they kind of go through that. He has, like, okay. no power, but in order to defeat him, they had to, like, lock him away, and Jonathan got trapped in there, so he takes over Jonathan's body, which gives him enough power. Okay, fair enough. Because Jonathan was, like, the only other person powerful enough to beat him, you know? But then he died. So it makes sense horrible. that them combined are pretty powerful to live 100 years. There you go. Um, so anyway... They go to Egypt, and they have, like, three other characters with them. Here, I can read them all. But but the point is, like, that's a good standalone, the first season. So Ario so Speedwagon is dead, Tom Petty is dead. Yeah, they're all dead. <gasps> no! <laughs> well, it's, it's 1980 now. It's been, like, over 100 years. But Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are bigger than, not bigger than in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> they should be revived. Yeah, but they have, like, four new people now. So it's the two Joe stars, Kikilwin, Paul Nareff, who's French. Uh, Who else? These are all people that were, like, sent to kill them, but were controlled by Dio, and then they, like, slowly rescue and build their group. They have Abdul, Muhammad Abdul. I think that's it. They only have five people. Oh, and the most recent one I watched of, like, the second half, which is technically, like, episode 26 of Stardust Crusaders, they have a dog named Iggy. Iggy. Because in this one... Iggy uh, Pop. The powers they fight with are called stands, and, like, each one is based on a tarot card. So, like, one is, like, death. Oh, that hasn't been done before. Oh, it has. Then again, this was... A while ago. Yes. Like, if you if you count the source material for this, they might have been near the original doing of it. Yep. And, uh, so Iggy has one, so that's why he's able to fight, because he yeah. doesn't actually need to fight as a dog. And if your stand gets hurt, you get hurt. You know, I wonder if, like, how boring would it be to sit in a coffin and watch Jonathan Jai and turn into, like, bones? Like, would you get more evil, or would you be like, ah, I'm bored of evil? I think you get more evil and messed up because you got to wait like hundred years plotting <laughs> as a vampire guy. Dio is just like ah, oh, screw it. It's nineteen eighties. I'm gonna go down to Silicon Valley and uh, go invest in that thing called Apple. Yeah, for some reason he went to Egypt. Yeah. Like he was somewhere between England and America because that's where the boat was going. But then he ended up going to Egypt instead of where he was. Born England or where JoJo was, America. So does the show start off in the eighties? Yeah, gotcha. Eighties um, in Japan. Joseph, who lived like grew up in America, the second Joe Star, is living in America, but he comes and visits Jotaro in Japan, and then they gather their group and go to Egypt. Gotcha. Yep. But cool. then there's, like, a lot of really cool battles. They fight Steely Dan, <laughs> who in the song... That bastard. Like, 
They call Dan of Steel. Dan of Steel. But, like, you could clearly hear in, in like, the voiceover, he's like, Steely Dan, instead of, he's not saying, like, the Dan of Steel in Japanese. So, it was great. Steely Dan has, like, a really small stand that goes in people's minds, and um, if you hurt him, you take, like, uh, amplified damage. So, if you, like, if you, like, hits his foot or stubs his toe or whatever, it feels like your foot's breaking. So this is just like a lot of cool stands they have to fight. And like usually one person from their group gets isolated by it and they have to like come up with a way to beat it. So it's never like all five of them are just like beating down a stand. It's like someone gets tricked by its ability and they have to go confront it. So it makes for a lot of cool like unique battles between the two different ability people. But because that was like sort of reviewing part of it. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it doesn't have like a congruent story until the second season finishes and they actually go fight Dio. Because I'm 26 episodes in and they just got to Egypt, where oh, Dio wow. is. Oh dang! <laughs> like they ha- they have 50 days or else uh, Jotaro's mom dies for reasons. Because apparently all the Joe Stars have stands, but like she is part of the bloodline but not powerful enough to control it, so it's killing her. And Dio's the source of all the stand users. So they need to go defeat him. And it's been like 30 days and they just got to Egypt because they kept getting attacked by different people as they get there. They like tried to fly in a plane. There was a guy on the plane that had a stand that they had to fight. And like it crashed. And then they had to take a boat. But the boat they took was just a giant stand in disguise. Like the boat was the actual weapon. And, like, they encountered a fake captain who's, like, part shark. It was great. But it's a really good show. I'm excited to finish it and talk, like, more in depth about the actual story. Because it has a good story. I think the main reason people watch it is, like, for the animation and the characters and the action. But um, So, do they use real music again for the intro and outro? Yep, the outro's the bangles. Walk like an Egyptian. Oh. There you go. Or, wait... It's the bangles of something. Do they do walk like... I don't want to misquote it. I don't think it's actually walk like an Egyptian. Uh, Maybe. It might be. Yeah, it is the bangles. You're right. Okay, we're going to do one more. Yeah, do one more. Ah! And they're uh, tambourines. Yeah, it is. All right, that's enough of that. So it's walk like an Egyptian for the outro, which is great because they're going to Egypt. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the intro is just, like, uh, some sort of J-Rock with a really cool, like, fight intro. So apparently there's a dub of Stardust Crusaders. Really, already? And I'm so- really enjoying the sub. The sub is amazing. I'm gonna play it. Oh, here. Let me look at the dub I'm, here. I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna give it to you to play it after the dub. The years flowed by to a new generation. And as for JoJo... <laughs> Leg, huh? Sorry about that. You should watch where you're going. You wouldn't want a broken bone at your age. You're right. How careless of me. I guess this is a case of live and learn. Hmm? Hey, wait a sec. Hmm? You're Japanese, aren't you? I am. Why do you ask? In that case, watch your damn bag! Oh, he got his ass kicked. <laughs> that is some racism right there. <laughs> 
doesn't sound as My good as this. My only daughter has been married Japanese. to a Japanese man for over 20 years. Oh, that's a real reason. Fell in love on the other side of the world and never came home again. Her son rarely gets to see his own grandfather. That's why I'll never forgive the Japanese. <laughs> this is just a random guy in the airport. Oh, that's great. Why? Why? Where, isn't Stardust Crusaders out yet or going on coming out? Her dog? I don't think it's out. Okay. But here we go. I linked you some English to play. The sub is amazing. Everyone like half yells their lines. I don't think the dub could ever be as good. And I don't say that about many shows. Gotcha. Let me grab it. Grab it here. Oh my god. Oh, oh this no. never was enough. Because you know he grew up in America. Yes. <sighs> but amazing show. The Japanese dub is the best. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, I'll talk more about it once I finish it, which will be soon. Because my brother and I watch like six episodes a day. God damn. <laughs> You're both jobless hobos. Yeah. Well, he's senior in col or in uh, high school. That's no excuse. I had a job in high school. I was a stripper. No way they worked at Wendy's. Uh, Same thing. People pay you dollars for your meat. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, be sure to check out our our backlog catalog of episodes. Find a review index at bonsaibeat.com front slash reviews. And, uh... Lost no one to watch anything or check anything out or anything else. So uh, thanks again and see you in two weeks. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.